Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. We're talking uh, a lot about the Ducks, the Beavers, the Civil War. I've got Mike Barrett right here on site, Killer Burger Westland. We can keep talking about that same stuff. Adjusting his headset. I like that. I, I don't, I don't wear these much anymore. Yeah, this you is like unusual. It? You like it? <laughs> Go right back <laughs> in. My it? head used to be shaped because yeah. of a headset. And not I got to so tell anymore. you, you got out at a good time. You sold that stock high. I didn't sell yeah. anything. I got chased out. <laughs> you got, you got, <laughs> but you haven't missed anything. You really? Haven't, you haven't missed a damn thing. I'm just gonna here to tell you that. But since it is funny, out. and it's not like yeah. I don't pay attention anymore because there's any bad yeah. blood. I just don't. I, I have so much other stuff going on. I don't yeah. have much time. And so somebody was kind of telling me a minute ago here about the guys injured and these names. Yeah. I've never heard of these guys. Yeah. I just don't. You're not, in, not it. in it anymore. You're not in it. And yeah. when you're in it, you know everybody. I mean, there was a time I could have yeah. told you where every player went to college in the league. Yeah. And now I will be on Twitter or something, and I'll see, and I'll think, I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah. And so it's a little bit weird, something that right. you were so immersed in for so long. So I want to do something different here because I'm going to pepper you a little bit, and I and then I want you to ask me some things, yes. too, about – because, you know, you're involved, obviously, with the Portland Diamond Project. I have strong feelings about this. Okay. Can I share them? Yes. And then you can just shoot a hole in my thing. Like I I want Major League Baseball in Portland, okay? I think it needs to happen. I don't think the Lloyd Center is the best place for it. I I think the city probably wants the Lloyd Center to be the spot, but it's not the right place for it. There's not enough room there. There's too much congestion there. I know I have a hard enough time going to a Blazer game. If I want to go to a Blazer game, it's a pain in the butt. You can't even get that we need a more suburban stadium. And I'm looking at that second property that you guys had mentioned as yeah. your second property, the Red Tail, yes, yes. the Red Tail Golf property. The city owns it. Mm-hmm. Why not have somebody at City Hall bang the drum for that property? Sell that thing to you guys today, like tomorrow. Can we do this tomorrow? There, like, there tell me are, I'm crazy. No, there are discussions underway about that very thing, and I agree with you. And I think that. Sometimes if you look at a site that's an urban site, like Lloyd Center, and you say, okay, in a perfect world, if the timing was there and we had time, yeah. my my worry about that is we the, our window is open now, especially with the A's news coming mm-hmm. the last couple of days. It was a it was a unified vote, 30 nothing. So we've got to hit a window now. This, now the timing is more crucial than it's ever been. And we know with owners' meetings and winter meetings coming up, expansion is going to be the talk because we've told said all along the two things that had to happen was the a's and the rays had to get settled okay that's happened now and then there we have had some more competition so when you talk about a site salt lake city came out and said we've got a hundred acre site in suburban salt lake city and it's got to be something that moves the needle big time development a la atlanta braves in the battery Mm -hmm. red tails 164 yeah so that Big that moves the needle. Yeah. So yes, I agree with you. Yeah, and and you need and look, everybody said Harry Glickman said this to me before he passed away. May he rest in peace. Harry Glickman called me. We had coffee. He said he brought the Blazers. He knows how you get a team somewhere. He said, John, we need we need a media person to bang the drum, and you need somebody at City Hall. And he's okay. So here I'm banging the drum. There's other people banging the drum for this, but you need somebody at City Hall to champion this effort. And I think, you know, for for people who are thinking you want baseball in Portland, you're right. 
we could sit around waiting for 20 years for the Lloyd Center thing to be right the right time. But if you want baseball, you guys have what? you got to get this done. Got to go. You have to go now. Got to go now. And so the Red Tail property is there and waiting and sitting. And And I'll tell you, Mayor Wheeler has been supportive. Okay. We were just in a meeting with him just recently. I would love for Mayor Wheeler to have a statue outside the stadium saying he championed this thing. I will chisel it. Yeah. And and here you go. So out of hardwood. All right. When we, when when I say the window for timing, mm. what are we talking about? Well, we'll see once winter, winter meetings come. Once the owner meetings come, we would like to have something by the first of the year under contract to okay. be able to say, because that honestly, that's the linchpin. If you can say you've got your land under contract, and especially if it's a piece of land like that, yeah, that's what investors, developers, they run. I mean, we've flock to we've it. got our investors, but yeah. I mean. The ancillary development. Have you been to the Battery in Atlanta? Yeah. I 65 it. it's, acres. It's amazing. It's, it's, and that's yeah. what everybody wants. That's yeah. what the Rangers have now. Yeah. It's that it's only eight miles from the core of Portland, it's so not, it's not like we it's ran It's a short out. Uber. And we didn't run yeah. there first. So we, you know, we ticked off the six sites that were in the city. Yeah. So it's not like it. that was the, you know, it just so happens that this is a golden opportunity. So, yes, let's make it I happen. was in downtown Atlanta when the Ducks were playing Georgia. Two seasons ago, yeah, and um, the Braves happened to be it, it playing a game, and I it was an eight dollar Uber ride from downtown Atlanta to the ballpark, and that's Atlanta traffic, yeah, and that's like thirteen miles, nothing, right? For, I yeah. think from downtown yeah. Atlanta, and I and like I think I I do think like the suburban families who are off in the south side of Portland would Wilsonville, uh, you know, it would would flock to it, and yeah. it and it makes it an easier get. For people in Salem and Corvallis and Albany and Woodburn, if they're coming up for a game, I, I we've know. always said it's been a regional, yeah, a regional gain. That's the opportunity here. So let's hope. All right, so I'm I'm uh, going to champion that. It's red tail or bust for me. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. People are the Lloyd Center thing. I get it. They need a, the city needs a win there. It's also complex right now. It's yeah. not sitting. It's not as easy. It's not as I don't think we could hit the timing window with that. That's okay. the concern there. All right, so you heard it here on this show. If you're a baseball fan, uh, get in touch with City Hall and let <laughs> uh, your local commissioner, your your mayor, let them know that somebody needs to champion the effort for the Red Tail property in uh, MLB to PDX. Um, look, you're a kid who grew up here, okay? Yep. Oregon State, um, Washington tomorrow. I'll be there. That's a big. Are you going to be there? Yeah. Big game. I'll be on the sidelines, actually. You, you're going to be on the sideline. Are yeah. you coaching? I'm not chain crew again. That was nope. last week. Oh, you were on the chain gang last chain week. Chain gang last week. My <laughs> job was to lay down. This is Wait awesome. a minute. Wait a minute. Like fourth and short. Mike yes. Barrett's so on I've the got chain a, gang. I've got a buddy who's been on the chain gang for years, and he called me a couple weeks ago, no. like a month ago, and he said, the Stanford game, we're, we're missing a guy. Do you okay. want to do you want to do it? And I said absolutely. So I was down there wearing the Pac-12 bib, which I didn't steal. Yeah. People asked if I did because now yeah. it's going to be a collector's yeah. item, perhaps. But my job—I was on the Oregon State bench, and essentially where the line to gain was that chain. I would lay the little orange arrow on the uh, ground. Yeah. And then I would just stand there and watch the game. You get paid for that? That's no, a hell of a job. I didn't job. get paid. <laughs> That's a- I, I should have been paying because it was—it was unbelievable to be. And the bench, the players, the yeah. coaches. I'm, you know, I'm five feet from Jonathan the whole game. Yeah, and he but, knows you. Like he's. Yeah, yeah, he looked at me and couldn't place me. And then finally, he goes, "What in the world are you doing <laughs> down here?" And then, and Coach Waz, same thing. Tight yeah. ends coach, great guy. And I played golf with Waz in August. And he said, I slapped him a couple times while I was running by him. And he kept looking back, going, "Why is this guy in this Pac-12?" Oh, bit I wish I would have known that. It was yeah. great. Mitch Canham said, "How can I get that job?" But it was really fun to see the game yeah. from that perspective.
Yeah. And to hear the the players talking, coaches talking, and then the exchange in and out, you almost get run over by substitutions. Uh, it was great to see, and it was great to watch Jonathan that close up and watch the and, poise. And, and how hard-hitting the game oh, is. yeah. You don't get it, it on TV. No, and I did sidelines for the Ducks for eight years back in yeah. the day, so I saw a lot of that, but I, I didn't see it from the standpoint of being, you know, because plays come your way. I didn't get taken out yeah. Saturday. I was kind of hoping I would, but... <laughs> when, when I was doing duck games, I went down one time. But when when you're on the bench, so when you're when you're 20 to goal line, you can back up because yeah. there's nobody yeah. behind you. But if you're on the bench, you back up into Nowhere a wall because yeah. the team is there. So a couple of times, I thought this will be a bad deal if if I have to back up. And they're all running for that little marker too. That's and, the thing. And like, DJ and Childs were right next to me at one point. And I know you know I haven't seen those guys in person. DJ is a big dude. I underestimated yeah. how big he is. He's and massive. so is Aiden. And Aiden's, yeah. he, it was such a such a young kid, which he is, just turning 18. I love his love for the game and how he plays the game. He's a he's a great kid. I love how you play the game, Mike Barrett. I appreciate you, you coming by. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it. It's the Red Tail property now. Okay. For MLB to PDX, I'm I'm championing that property. Got to got to get the city to to get moving. Need somebody at City Hall. To uh, to find uh, some motivation and some love for this project, and they have been good. Let me say that they right. are they are they are uh, engaged. I'll say that after the deal's done. Okay. Okay. Mike they Garrett. are engaged, and the oddity is the city of Portland owns right. that property. You gonna hang out for a bit? I might, but yeah. I gotta go down to the Wilsonville uh, Summit football game in Salem Ooh. tonight. Semifinals, five A. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna so be I'm heading down that. there soon. We're gonna be talking about that coming up. We've okay. got a guest coming up to talk about all the high school semifinal games. And Westland Central Catholic tonight. I think it's Westland Jesuit. It is. Is that right, or is it Central? I thought it was Central Catholic. Is it Central? Is Central? Yeah, I think it's Central, and then it's uh, Tualatin Sherwood. Well, there you go. Which should be good games tonight. All right, so we'll get a we'll get a low we'll get the scouting report on that from the folks at Scorebook Live coming up. Uh, Mike Barrett, thank you for stopping by. Johnny, anytime. Keep up the fight. All right, we're at Miller Burger and Westland. We're here till six o'clock. We're giving away Blazers Clippers tickets. Enter to win. We are broadcasting from Killer Burger in Westland. We're here till six o'clock, and here's the uh, here's the special announcement. We're giving away a pair of Blazers tickets, center court to the Blazers Clippers game, that is taking place in March uh, later this NBA season, and you're eligible to get a raffle ticket every hour. So if you're hanging out here at the Killer Burger, it just turned to four o'clock. You can come and get another ticket. Because you are present. So uh, you don't have to be present to win. Make sure that you keep the other half of your ticket and uh, fill out the back side of the ticket you put into the box. But if you are here, it's now in the 4 o'clock hour, you get a second ticket. So you can do that. You're eligible to win. You get another opportunity. Uh, For somebody, if you are out driving around, we are in West Lynn. We're at the Killer Burger. I like to call it the Killer Burger. The yeah. Killer yeah. Burger? It's the Killer Burger. The Killer Burger. Yeah. How you doing, Anna? How's, I'm uh, well, hi. Um, anything I'm missing as far as promoting the event today? No, just we have a great crowd here. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's give it up for the crowd. Kids crafts. Give it up for the crowd. And uh, I don't know. I'm just a big fan of like the people who own this place because yeah. they really buy into the community, and um, you know they just th- it's this is the place to go like after a soccer game or have your end of season ceremony and that kind of thing. I so. met the owners, and uh, their owners have their son Logan yes. r- running the operation. Yes. And every time we come here, I look in the back. Logan's ba- in the 
back. He's making burgers. He's running around. I told the parents they should keep Logan. Yeah. Just keep him. You should keep him. Don't, don't disown that kid. He is. Uh, he's running the operation. They do a great job here. We'd love to see you here at the Killer Burger. Stop by. You can win Blazers tickets. Say hello to us. Um, you know, I know it's not like the most entertaining thing to watch a radio broadcast, but it's fun. We have fun people in the room, and uh, we're having a good time. Somebody told me that they're enjoying the fact that they get to actually see my reactions to yeah. you, my facial expressions as I'm yeah. eye-rolling The nonsensical. You. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about earlier that uh, that we disagreed on? Oh, there was I don't know. There was something we <laughs> really... so many things no, we, we disagreed were driving, on. We were driving earlier today, and uh-huh. something came up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember. Think about what it was. I will. I'll bring you back on after I do this interview I'm about to do. Okay. Okay, I've got B.J. Reigns. He covers Boise State. Why am I bringing BJ on? Well, he's the guy with uh, Boise State. He is uh, covering that program. Bronco Nation News is the media outlet that uh, that he uh, publishes with. Um, there's a couple reasons I want to talk to BJ. One, Oregon State potentially announcing the scheduling partnership, the Pac-2 maybe scheduling some of the Mountain West Conference teams. Uh, I want to. I want BJ's assessment of on what that could mean, what could be uh, going into that. Secondarily, the report this morning I wrote it at JohnConzano.com. It it appears that Oregon is talking to Boise State about potentially backing out of, or buying their way out of, or trading their way out of the September 14th game next season. Boise State's supposed to come to Autzen Stadium. 2025, the Ducks are supposed to go back. That's a big game for Boise State. It's a Big Ten conference team. Nothing finalized, but uh, we'll get the latest on, like, from Boise State's standpoint, why would they be interested in doing that? B.J. Reigns joining us now. B.J., thank you for your patience. Um, First, let's start with the coaching search. Andy Avalos is out. Any sense on what went wrong for Andy at Boise State? Oh, man, not sure where to, where to begin on that. Uh, I mean, it was the perfect hire at the time. Everybody loved it. He was a former player, a legend. I mean, everybody just thought it was the perfect hire, but it just never worked out for whatever reason. He had some uh, game management issues. There were some various uh, things during games that, that didn't work out. Um, there were some issues within the locker room. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, just never got it going there. And they've had two of the three worst seasons, basically, that Boise State's had in the last 30 years. Uh, under Andy, and so just never got it going. I was still surprised. A lot of the boosters liked him. A lot of the people that uh, have the ear of the athletic director really liked him. So I thought maybe after the season there would be a chance, but you had a, a player transfer, a star-wide receiver transfer with three games left. You had a, an incident with a, a staffer uh, getting fired by Andy uh, where there was an altercation last week. So just some stuff was starting to happen. I think there was some folks really uh, just uh, not loving the behind the scenes the way things were going, and uh, the athletic director heard all he needed to hear and, and made the switch really surprisingly, almost stunningly, uh, right after a 30-point win uh, the next morning. So, um, yeah, it was surprising, but really haven't heard which direction they might go yet. I mean, I know everyone wants to throw out Kellen Moore's name and Chris Peterson. It's the same names every time. Um, but, uh, you know, there's there's a, a the defensive coordinator on staff, Spencer Danielson, I think is going to get a real look, and I think he'd be a great hire, but it just depends how much of a splash the athletic director wants to make and and frankly i mean this job probably isn't quite as appealing as it was a couple of years ago they've had a couple of tough seasons but again with a 12 team playoff starting all you got to do is win, be the top group of five team to get in that and with the transfer portal and everything else i mean you could uh we interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the baltimore hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast but 
If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.